Every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We are back in on a throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go-fast energy drink text line. Rockies in first place. Avalanche with a franchise record 53 wins. Nuggets about to tip in 48 hours away from uh, trying to slay the dragon that is the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk about a little uh, karma or coincidence in that series. And then Russell Wilson. Uh, it's a Denver sports fan's got a good life right now. Uh, feels good, and I'd like a couple championships out of this whole thing in the next couple few years. And Avs, a uh, you know a Super Bowl championship, and the Nuggets, man. If, if I give, if I can give a championship to any of the teams in town, if I can give them one, I'd give it to the Rockies. Deserve is a word we don't use in sports often, okay? But uh, I think the I... The Rockies deserve... Oh, oh, I, I meant the Nuggets. There you go. Sorry. I was about to go off. No, no, no. You were on the phone. I was reading something. I'm talking to myself. Who is that on the phone? Okay, we'll get them in a second. Uh, yeah, it's the Nuggets. Is the Nuggets. I would. I just think it'd be so special for the city, for the franchise. I feel like... They kind of, I don't, man, deserve is a strong word, okay? But they've been able to do this. They've done this the right way, the Nuggets. The Nuggets have done this the right way. Go back in time with me 10 years. Dilute, dilute, dilute. Okay. It's the 2012-2013 NBA playoffs. Okay, the three-seeded Denver Nuggets are hosting the sixth-seeded Golden State Warriors. Kenneth Fareed, Kenneth Fareed, Corey Brewer, Iguodala, Evan Fournier, Gallo? JaVale McGee, McGee, Gallo, um, Andre Miller. Take the that, bro. Take that for data. Okay, that take team. That for data. That team had nine guys averaging 10 points. It's unfathomable. It's without fathom. Okay. So 57 wins after this is post Mello. And they traded for Igudala, who had one year remaining on his deal. They went 57 games that year, and they're the third seed. The Warriors won 47 games, led by all-star David Lee. David Lee, complimented by shooters um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, good young talent and Steph Curry, who people weren't sure if he was better than Monta Ellis or not. Rookie Draymond Green didn't play a lick for that team. David Lee gets hurt in the beginning of that series. He's down. He's oh, the se- his, seri- his season is over. Draymond, okay, is inserted into the lineup for big minutes. Clay, uh, Steph Curry goes for 30 a night in that series. The rest is history. Okay? What seemed like the end for Golden State was really the beginning. 
Oh, oh. and the combination in almost in accidental form of Steph, Clay, and Draymond was created. They beat the Nuggets. They end up losing eventually to the Spurs, who were in the midst of their dynasty. But Golden State was never the same again. Went on to obviously winning three world championships, losing one to the Cavs, and it was all catapulted and created within that series against the three-seeded Nuggets. Fast forward 10 years later. Dilute, dilute, dilute. Okay. Now you have the six-seeded Nuggets playing the old buzzard three-seeded Warriors who are just trying to kind of recapture some of that championship glory. Okay. And while we know we're without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., the slaying of the dragon that is the Golden State Warriors, would be the empowerment, the taking their talents away from them, their mojo, so to speak, and catapulting the Nuggets, maybe not this year, but next year, to some of that same kind of Warriors championship glory. Oh, yeah! Oh, man. Save that for a promo. Save that for one of those little two-minute Eric Goodman dumb things he does on Twitter. Brought to you by Maliki Motors. Let's go out to the hotline. Damn. Uh, so good. Uh, and get our guy. It's the one who is it. And the only singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Chuck. Hi, Danny. Oh, this uh, phone line's hot right now. Hey. hey. What? Yes, hot phone lines. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah. Hey, I saw George Carl on TV last night pick the Nuggets in six. He goes, I don't like the way the Golden State's playing these days. And I was, I mean, he knows a lot more about it than I do. He so. said revenge. Yeah. Yeah. He called Iguodala a rat. You saw it, too. Yeah, a dirty yeah. rat. Yeah, they're... It's going to be, it's, it's, it's on. It's on. Hey. I, 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 it's not going to surprise me if Nuggets. R- real quick, you're, you're, one of our, you're one of our music historians. What's your thoughts on David Bowie? Oh, he's uh, one of the most incredible musicians of the 20th century. Ooh. Yeah. No, Ooh. He's, he's uh, way past <laughs> 90% of musicians. Okay. Did you ever collaborate with him? Did you ever open for him? For David Bowie? Yeah. Oh, no. Did you ever cover any of his songs? Oh, sure. Ooh. Suffragette City. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Whoa. Yeah. Easy, big fella. Hey, you know, you know, you got you to gotta roll with punches. That's right. What's up with Keith? Keith is uh, taking care of his mom. Okay. She goes through. She's good and she's not. Mm. You know how it is? I do. You'll see soon when you start getting older. I am getting older. My back hurts I know right now. You are. And, and everybody is. You, you can run, but you can't hide from time and gravity. Eesh. Is that a song uh, from David Bowie? That coming down there. Oh. No. Oh, I thought, you know, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. See, David Bowie's back. You know, he discovered Steve Ray Vaughn. Really? That, yeah, that was that, that guitar player. In he stuck songs. up for lots of black musicians in the days of like MTV when they wouldn't play black artist. Exactly right. I mean, Bowie was way ahead of everything. Yeah. But his band was like very unique because a lot of people, they make up their own chords and their own stuff. But Bowie's the only band I ever knew that they made up their own keys. 
Ooh. And, uh, and, uh, What's that even you mean? You have to really be paying attention to do that. Wow. That's all I can say. No, those, that's a... Uh, and, that's uh, badass, Jake. Before, that is before badass. Before Stevie Ray Vaughan, they had the Spiders from Mars. And that was Mick Ronson. Those guys were incredible. Okay, that was an okay. incredible band. Yes, okay. Hey, we got to yeah. go, but that's exactly what I was hoping to get out of the uh, my music historian. Oh, no, man. David Bowie's in the top in the top 10 ever, Ooh, ever. Yeah, I'd say that. All right, we got to go, Chuck. Great stuff. Hey, okay. Uh, go Avalanche. All right, bye. Bye. Let's go back out to the hotline. Get our guy. He's another mayhem icon. It's DIA Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Danny. What's up? Um, I got a question for you. Okay. Would you play... I want to say his name because you know I never get names right. Let's see what you got. Pablo Francois. Francois. During the Devils game on Thursday. Oh, uh, Francois? Francois? I say Francois. You say Francois? No, why would I play him? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I Yes. I don't know. Is there something to riding a hot goaltender all the way into the playoffs? Or do we have nothing to really play for at this point? Because you're at 53 right now. You have the Devils, the Hurricanes, which I'm really worried about here. Then after that, you got the Caps. Then after that, you got the dreaded Minnesota Wild at the very end. But, you know, that you could probably play him there, too. Four games and, left? I might sit, cut, sit him a couple well, of those games. Actually, like six. But, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going through the hump. We're going through the meat of it right now. Dan. Okay, okay. We're going through the Kings, the Devils. The I think we should go show those two teams our best stuff because that's the kind of quality of caliber a team is going to take to win. Maybe we might even see one of those two teams in yeah, you're the Stanley Cup. The yes. They're good. Yes. That and boy, I good. Know about the Capitals. I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen the Capitals yet. But, uh, yeah, the always the one that always gets us basically bites us in the butt as a Minnesota wild, but you, you know, seem that, a little, you know, um, nervous about the abs. Oh, we mean, I'm never nervous. I always get a dog. Annie. Yeah. If you're nervous, get a dog. Well, you know that this show, we make love to pressure. So nervous like, is not like, something we don't even, you know, I don't you know. know. I never heard of it. Is it like resting your quarterback before the big game, the hurricane game? I think you're you play so- Darcy. Campo during the devil game. I don't know. Now you just talk me out of it. Now I'm ready to start getting Fran- Francis a little bit, getting his, getting his uh, wood sharpened a little bit. Well, that's what I'm thinking. All right, good stuff. We got to go. That's good stuff today from you, Bert. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Good play, for you, bud. Play him on the devil's game. Play Darcy Campo on, uh, on both teams on the uh, – on the Hurricane game and the Capital game. Name and this. Go from there. Name this artist. Bert. Name this artist. Oh, that uh, Panorama. Let's go, Bert. It was his request. Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, because it was a spring. It, it came out in 1983. It did. Yeah. I Interesting. It <laughs> to this day. You got it. Yeah, baby, Bert's got it. We got to go, Bert. All right, my brother. Bye. Bye, buddy. What a weird song. I, I know it from that commercial. With the uh, shaving the leg shaver yeah. one.
Okay. If this is rock, I, I don't want to be right. right. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer back on the other side of Smiley Sports. car back i got it yesterday you rocking these kind of jams oh yeah but uh i had some more bad luck oh damn so ran over one of those geese who was yelling at you yesterday no but uh on accident again (laughs) i think uh at the dealership they Uh must have ran over like a nail or something a nail and tire there's a nail in my tire you think they did it i think they did it because it wasn't there before i got there and now the day. What kind of tires are these? Nice primos. They're really nice tires. Really nice. Do you think I could take it out and fix it? Oh yeah, that, that's where I'm going to go after discount. After I get off, we're back to this. I'm going to Les Schwab. Okay. It's my go-to for tires. Mention me by name there. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go, <laughs> the go fast energy drink text line. The few segments left. Still lots to talk about. Having some fun. I've scored. Nine goals last night uh, to secure their 53rd victory of the season, a franchise high with six games left. I mean, Bert, information is always about, you know how our information is about 87, 88% accurate. His is about 13 to 17% accurate. So he's never gotten a name right on the show in 10 years. He calls what I don't get Wednesdays. I don't get it Wednesdays. Because he just doesn't get he it. He just doesn't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you were from a different place, I was just going to say that, but he's a freaky alien, so whatever. But, uh, okay, the Baker Mayfield stuff's interesting to me. What do you think? I, I think he it's... says he feels disrespected. Right, right. Um, and, and speaking of that same situation, Dirty Mike and the boys has something to say. But first he says, Danish Dan, back at it again with the white fans. Way to keep it fresh and sexy for the ladies. Thanks, Pimp. Also, who is more pissed off, Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield? Who's more pissed? Uh, I think Rosen's always pissed. It's just the way his... my. That's, do you ever know who my father is? He's always pissed. Dr. Rosen Rosen. Uh, Baker is... He was disrespected straight up by Cleveland. got his ass chapped. He was disrespected straight up. No, he wasn't. No ifs, ands, or about. Bro, that's the way the game is played. He would have been their quarterback if they didn't land Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's an upgrade. That's what this life's about. Oh, we want an adult at quarterback. Oh, How is that not a disrespectful you know statement? Out, and then you go on and get a perv instead of a instead of just a, a lighthearted guy? Before, what? before you got your new car, what were you driving? It was a what? Uh, Hyundai. Uh, the, the a rental? No, before like your car, your car oh, the, before my other Dodge. It was a Dodge. Not before, no, oh, before, before that yes, one. Before you. Oh, were, it was a Dodge Dakota. A Dakota. I mean, like it was a pretty cool car. It was, you know, like a it's car. A nice had, truck. It was it's a nice truck. I mean, like it would have got you here to work. All the things you needed, right? Yeah. So why didn't you just continue to roll with the Dodge Dakota? Well, because was it a Dodge some, Dakota? It was a Dodge Dakota. There were some electrical issues. Uh, that I couldn't pinpoint. Yeah. So I kind of just sold it. And you're just ready for an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. You upgraded. Big time. You wanted better. Absolutely. You wanted better than what you had. Yes. What you had before wasn't quite good enough. It wasn't good enough. You wanted better than that. All, all, of course. Why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Deshaun's better than Baker. But Deshaun is disgusting, slimy, uh, grimy. Baker is just, you know, some people just don't like him. That's that's it. He's a good guy. He's a hard worker. He's if, spirited. If the Browns win a Super Bowl in the next two or three years, is it worth it? They won't, but if they do, th- yeah. Oh, it will be worth it then. The PR nightmare? I don't know, but... Is what's a better Super PR? Bowl is a Super Bowl. A creep quarterback or uh, hoisting Lombardi? Hoisting Lombardi, probably. Of course, of course. winning cures all. Okay. Okay. I'm just. I'm that's not just, saying what's right or what's wrong. That's just the way the NFL is. We're just is. painting the whole picture here, like Bob Ross. He doesn't do the show and paint a half a picture. He doesn't just do like a sunset, and he doesn't just do mountains. He does the whole thing with a little crick and a tree anywhere you want it to be. There's no right or wrong. He says. He was disrespected. He took Bob that. Ross? No, Baker Mayfield. Oh, sorry. He took that franchise from nothing. They he, were worthless. worthless. Yeah. He took them to the playoffs, won a playoff game, Hot. destroyed Pittsburgh in that playoff. Or game. did they just get a lot better with the new general manager, and he was just along for the ride, and he didn't really even take them as far as they should have went. He well, actually held them back that season. That he played great. That season, they ran into the buzzsaw that the Chiefs were. Who had went to three straight AFC Championship games at the time, and are just coming off of a Super Bowl victory? Baker wasn't disrespected. He got a lot. He got a lot of opportunity to prove himself. They drafted him number one overall, gave him the world. They gave him everything, and in order to, you know, to live up to the hype and the expectations, he had to have won more. He would have had to have won more. So if Baker's so disrespected, why aren't there teams banging Baker's door down to go get a piece of that ass? There, sh- they sh- there should be teams <laughs> should be? who do that. Well, there's be- not. Teams that don't have quarterbacks like Seattle, Carolina, Houston, they should be banging on Baker's door right now. Baker? You could get him for cheap, and he has been to the playoffs, a former number one overall pick. Baker Mayfield? Welcome to the XFL. <sighs> Tell me. You think he's done in the NFL? No, I don't think he's done in the NFL. I think he's going to go out to back up. He's not starting anywhere this year unless he goes to Seattle and beats out Drew Locke, which I think Seattle looks at Baker Mayfield and Drew Locke as the same guy. Same guy. How? Because they're like both suck. Well, Drew Locke's worse. Says who? Says a playoff win? Yeah, Baker's better than Drew Lock. Okay. Says the numbers? Uh, fine. I'm not sticking up for Drew Lock. You're right. Okay, we got a text. From? This one's hilarious. Uh, from NDC Danny. What he say? He says, Bert sipping on Grandpa's cough medicine. Venus by Bananarama was released in 19, 1986, not 1983. Hashtag, I'm not drunk. I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, you're cool. I'm drunk. Bert's facts are never off. Or on. He can't get a name right. I mean, he's a great guy, but that's the uh, alien transcribing to English. He can't, you know, they can't fully grasp the English language and vocabulary. Right, right. Because he's from a different planet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it, New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noit, on weighing on, on the Baker situation, he says, Baker out here on podcast acting like a child talking about he should Embarrassing. go. Embarrassing. He should go. Boo people at in their, their work in their office jobs because he can't handle being 
boo booed uh just proving the browns point of him needing to grow up i agree baker also said last year his injuries weren't affecting his play and he was fine and now he's talking about how he was injured as an excuse that's childlike behavior look i mean he was playing the tough guy act when he was injured he wanted to play he was playing the tough guy act the truth is reality injuries are we don't i don't need any more I don't need to see any more to know that Baker Mayfield can't win a Super Bowl. And for me, if I'm running a team, it's that's just good enough for me. I will have moved on and never looked back and completely eliminated him from any prospect of the guy ever leading my team. And that's just the truth. That's how I would operate my business. I had seen enough of Drew Locke. I would have moved on. And... The only way I consider Baker Mayfield is if I didn't have any upgrade to Baker Mayfield. And that's it, which I think now is, again, I would go into the draft and draft any one of these quarterbacks and go with that guy instead of Baker Mayfield. Because, again, I believe I've seen enough of Baker Mayfield. And the unknown is much more valuable to me. The hope and the maybe of some other guy who might ever never even be able to play a lick of football and be half the player Baker is still though uh, steel. I had just seen enough of Baker Mayfield and Drew Locke and Cousins and Garoppolo and Teddy and about every other guy besides 10 guys in the league. And at the end of that list of the 10 guys is Herbert, Dak Prescott, uh, just a few guys who I might think there's still some championship level, level of caliber of hope for those guys, that those guys are maybe Matt Stafford in a couple years. There's five quarterbacks you can win Super Bowls with in the league, and there's 10 quarterbacks worth a damn. And we go through this about once a month. We come to this little you know, uh, conclusion here in this moment, and it's just true. And if you don't have one of those guys, you're nothing. Yeah, Baker's not one of those guys. He's not one of those guys. But if he is, he's a perfect bridge quarterback. You know, I mean, he's, again, there's worse quarterbacks like Drew yeah. Locke. He would go and win the starting job in Seattle, but Seattle probably win, you know, six or seven games. You know, Baker, you're not going to be a two or three win team with Baker, but you're not going to be a ten or eleven win team with Baker because he wasn't with all of that incredible talent they had. Some of the best talent in the NFL for a two year chunk of span there. I mean, Miles Garrett, you can't win with Miles Garrett and a defense like that that they had. There's a problem there. You can't win with the running game that they had. You can't win with the expensive white guy tight end Hooper they brought in there for you to be a compliment. You can't win with uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Those two guys are overrated. Really? Big time overrated. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. just proved himself as one of the best receivers in the league. Injury prone. He was injured for his the most of his time in Cleveland. Okay. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline and text line. Want to hear from you guys. Keep it up. Uh, text line's very good right now. Hotline. Eh. We'll see what happens here. It's on you guys. I mean, can you guys call pick up a little slack? Does Jake and I got to do everything around here? I'm just joking. I didn't mean that. But we like to hear from you guys. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. We'll be right back. Back in. 
on a throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line both. Thanks for being with us. Uh, two segments left. We have a lot to talk about still, uh, including some more play in action tonight, right? Got more play in action tonight. Got the Rockies hosting the Cubs this evening. Uh, let's go disappoint some Cubs fans. But right now, this baseball season turned K's, as in strikeouts, K's into cash and big hits into big wins with Fandle Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up, place your first bet, and Fandle will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. Okay? So... The things I love about FanDuel are the promos and the boosts. I had two little, um, it was a deposit boost of 200 bucks. You deposit 200, you get to 200 to play with, okay? And then I had a bet match bonus for 150, which I make a bet for 150 bucks up to 150, and they'll give me $150 free bet. So I utilized that stuff, cashed my winnings out, and I've been playing on these free bets now for a while, and it's awesome. Um, and I'm like, that's for an everyday regular user guy like myself. Um, if you sign up right now and you're new to Fandle, your first bet's risk-free up to $1,000, but you got to use promo code MHS when you sign up. Download the Fandle Sportsbook app, sign up with promo code MHS to get your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. See for yourself why Fandle's America's number one sportsbook. We love them. Okay, uh, 21 and older present in Colorado. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issued as non withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, what else? Jake? You mentioned it. We got the uh, playing games. Let's uh, let's recap the uh, games. Uh, last night, okay. uh, Charlotte got blown out by the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, turns out our role play uh, it was it was just as you know much of a blowout, I guess. Uh, and then the Spurs and the Pelicans, uh, pretty much another blowout there. You know, the Pelicans are in full control. Um, it's going to be uh, pretty exciting. We got Pelicans look dangerous. Yeah, imagine that team with Zion. I mean, that's next year. I mean, they could have, they have a chance to be like Memphis or, I mean, you know, geez Louise, might I say it, like uh, the Suns. I mean, they're just stacked, stacked, stacked with talent. You see Zion doing some 360 dunks before the game? No. What was that big fatso doing? He was doing 360 dunks in, in he warm-ups. He sh- probably shouldn't do that kind of stuff. Well. Because it makes you wonder, well, Mr. 360 dunker, get your ass out there and play some freaking basketball. Jamal Murray going off the glass, high off the glass for dunks and stuff like that. I'm like, I guess that's kind of cool, but you're sitting in civilians on the sidelines doing nothing for this team besides taking heat. You know? Yeah, I mean, both guys, uh, I'm sure both teams want them to play. I don't know if Zion's been cleared to play, but I think Jamal has been cleared to play by the Nuggets, it's just you know, if he's not ready, he's not ready. And I think the same situation is with Zion. You know, these guys have to think about their 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 entire career. And from a pure financial standpoint, I can't really blame, you know, Jamal or Zion from sitting out. Okay. 
Uh, fans don't want to hear that kind of stuff. Zion has hardly played in his career. You know, he is, he's turning into a heel and kind of a bad guy. Uh, because for one, the hype on him was so big, you know, and it's almost as big as he was <laughs> fat. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's kind of sucks. It's a little bit surprising that I, man, Zion, he's so valuable. You know, it's like he's so valuable that you don't, you don't want to break him. But at some point, you have to just let him loose. You got to just kind of let, let the guy loose. And. That's it, man. Do you think Jamal comes back at some point this no. uh, playoffs? No, no, no. Not in this first no. series. They need him now. Do you, yeah, they need. What's him another now, but... week or two going to do? Lit- like literally, I mean, we're waiting until he's one hundred percent. He's only at ninety eight, you know, point seven right now. I mean, like what for reals? Even in one month from now, Jake, what would be the difference? Because we we're talking about a January, February, March potential comeback. Telling listeners, oh, yeah, he'll be back in March. It's February right now. Uh, their success has bought him an extra whole month of, you know, I was saying that kind of nonsense. And now I have just thrown in the towel on the idea of him coming back and participating and helping this team. And that's it. I think he comes back first home game of this Golden State series. You think so? I have a feeling. Why do you think that? I just feel like, you know, he's been cleared to play by the team. It's a mental thing right now, but, you know, I think come playoff time when he Odd. is going to, you know, play in front of his home crowd in that type of atmosphere. Just hope we can win a game. He's going to be juiced, and I think that will kind of alleviate some of maybe the mental pressure, some of the mental worry that he has with his knee. And if that type of atmosphere can take that away from Jamal, then that just means you're gonna you're gonna get the best of Jamal that way. Okay. Interesting. What did you uh, What did you make of Clayton Kershaw being pulled after seven? I hated it. Innings? I thought it was the most craziest, ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I would have demand. I would have stood there. I would have not come out of the game. Well, he was it's okay history. With it. Eh, he wasn't. He's just a class act. He really wasn't okay with it. And he's taken a lot of, you know, I don't know. Um, This has happened two times in the history of baseball, okay, where a guy was perfect with 80 pitches and he was yanked. You know, the other time it happened was in 2016. It was Rich Hill. Do you know who was his manager? David Roberts. Yes. So, I mean, at least he sticks to his guns. But also, you let your guy go until he gives up that hit. I don't know what 12 to 18 more pitches is going to do. Look, I, it, it, we're talking about history. That's a guy who has an incredible career and legacy, and adding to it with the perfect game would be some legendary type of stuff. It would be monumental for his legacy. It would you know, catapult him ahead of some other guys, but you know, at least let him try it. You know, At least let him play until he gives up a hit. At, at least give that to he him. He's only thrown 30 pitches. I mean, the conversation is, well, damn, 
He's through seven innings. He's about 96 pitches here. We don't, you know, that 100 pitch mark, you know, that 80 pitches. I mean, this is a guy who's, I don't know. I don't know what that, I really honestly don't know what 10 or 12 more pitches would do. And that's probably why guys break down is because of the strict, hard um, pitch counts and the, I don't know, man, the holding back of these guys and what they're capable of. So when they are pushed a little bit, they break down. Let guys lose. That's why guys don't have you know throw complete games anymore. And I mean, like back in the day, I mean that's what it, it's what it was about going as far as you can into the game. And and if that meant throwing nine innings, that's just what it is. And that's just that's part of the I think what's hurt baseball a little bit maybe over the last twenty or twenty five years. It makes sense because guys are so it doesn't make it right. Guys are making thirty million, twenty five million. 15 million, 40 million Scherzer. So you would think you'd have to protect them at all costs. But I think it's actually at a detriment, big picture, to players, um, their bodies, and going out there and flat out winning at all costs. Yeah, I definitely understand the protection of the investment. But at the same time, you know, the, this is how special would that have been today for the Dodgers and for and for um, for Clayton Kershaw, for a Dodgers team that's trying to win a championship, a legitimate real championship this year. That's not a, a bubble championship. It would have been it would have been monumental for that. And it's the beginning of the season. Imagine the momentum you carry after throwing a perfect game. Throughout the rest of the entire season. Look, I throw a perfect game this year. I'm going to I'm going to deal all year long. It's it's a perfect game. It's you know it's a no hitter. They're so rare. They're so special. It's history. You got to chase it. You got to chase. It. I hated that decision by Dave Roberts, and I respect Dave Roberts. I think he's a really great manager, and uh, he was you know a little gritty gutty player, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I hated it. Let's go to break. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. One final segment left. We'll put our best bets together. Jake's red hot. I hit a nice parlay last night. You see that little parlay, Jake, that I hit? Why don't you tell the listeners about that parlay I hit? Oh, yeah. It was a, a same-game parlay. Uh-huh. It was that uh, Pelican-Spurs Interesting. Game. How many legs did that have? Was it six? Not, not two legs. Not three legs. Not four. Not five. Not six. Not six. Not seven. Eight legs I hit on that B. Let's go. Danny Wilson, Jake Meyer back on their side. It's Smiley Sports. Yeah. Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready, Danny? I'm ready, Snake. Are you? Oh, yeah. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the show. About five minutes left, and then Andrew and Anillo will talk baseball for an hour. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Still a lot of time to jump on here. Uh, mention the Avs. Talk about the Avs' nine goals and Nathan McKinnon's hat trick last night. That was sweet. Talk about the Rockies. Got in the Cubs today. CJ Crone. Uh, he had a banger season last year. He had uh, 28 home runs and 92 RBI. He probably should have been a all-star. 
Maybe, maybe not, actually. Uh, he's 32 years old, though, so, you know, he's... I probably think people people probably think he's 24, 25 years old. So it's a cool story. You see, Jay Crone. I mean, he's on the cover of the Rocky Mountain News sports section here. Um, the Rocky Mountain News, the Denver Post sports section. That's funny. Uh, Who the f is that guy? <laughs> yeah. So okay. What do we have for tonight? Let's make some money tonight. Let's uh, put both of our heads together. To create the ultimate brain power, uh, what do you have for me? So, right after the show, Oakland Athletics, Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to take the first inning draw, baby. Okay, baby. Uh, outside of that, I'm actually going to do the same thing in the Cubs-Rockies game, first inning draw. Kyle Freeland's on the mound. I think he's going to bounce back from that uh, shellacking he got from the Dodgers in his first start. Um, and, and Steele, I mean, you know. Steele. Who's pitching today <laughs> for the Cubs? Steele. Steele? Steele. Steele. Yeah, okay. All right. So I think, uh, you know, those two first inning draws will hit. Um, first inning draws. It's the best bet in baseball. You scallywag. And then there's no uh, there's no basketball tonight. Not, no. Oh, I thought there was more games tonight. It's tomorrow? It's tomorrow, yeah. And then, okay. Wow. Give the guys a day off, and then, you know, all the chips are on the line to get into the playoffs. So... We got hockey. We could do that hockey. Uh, why don't you put a little hockey parlay together for us, which you're made of. Okay, okay. Uh, let me take a look at this slate. The I, I like the Lightning, minus one and a half against the Anaheim Ducks. The, uh, the Ducks are not good. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are the reigning champs, so... I'll, I'll roll with Tampa. Give me the, uh, man, I don't want Pittsburgh minus one and a half against the Islanders. Give me, you know what, give me the Avs minus one and a half again against the Devils. I think they're going to keep it rolling after that nine-goal performance, and they're just not going to look back. Mm -hmm. Give me Calgary on the money line as well. Calgary on the money line, Avs minus one and a half, and Tampa minus one and a half. Ten turns to 43. On that three-legger. Mm, okay. I like you, man. But, you but you're crazy. crazy. Is that a dart in your neck? Um, what else? What do you like, baseball-wise? Oh, okay. Um, Let me tell you, Ray. I Ray. actually... Ray! You sell now, you lose everything. Um, I like the Rays to cover one and a half runs in this early game. Okay, and I like no score uh, runs in the first inning, so you could probably same game parlay that I think. Um, I think the Nationals are kind of a hot ball club right now, and the Pirates are the worst team in baseball. So you can get the Nationals at plus one and a half for minus one seventy eight right now. You're getting plus one and a half runs in a game. They'll probably win outright. I'd probably dip on that a little bit, take a little. I'd, be, I'd add that to my parlay. Uh, Otani pitches for the Angels today, and the Rangers don't seem like a very good team. And I think it's a matter of time. The Rangers don't seem like a very good team. I think the Angels, it's a matter of time before they figure it out and have a couple winning seasons here and compete. Uh, why wouldn't you do it behind Otani? Maybe I grab them at minus uh, on the money line at minus 154. And then other than that, it's like too early in the season, man. It's scary. You scared? Get a get a lab. 
I know. That's it. I'll always like the Dodgers, but the Reds can hit and can do some things too. So uh, the Dodgers minus one and a half runs at minus 122. I'm like, I like the Dodgers every night to win. Just about, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear about Tiger Woods committing to the pro Well, of course I did, but why don't you tell the listeners about it in detail and start from the beginning, please? Yeah, so t- Tiger Woods commits to the Pro-Am in Ireland ahead of the the Open. So It's a tournament or like a, just a two-day or what? I'm not sure what um, it is. Yeah. The is it a real full tournament or just the Pro? The Pro-Am, which benefits charities in Ireland, will be played 10 days before the start of the 150th Open at St. Andrews in ah, Scotland. Ah, so. Woods committed to play in the Open after his final round at Augusta. Um, but, yeah, he will be playing in that little pro-am. I, I, I think it's – I don't know if it's a full four. I'm not sure. Okay. Especially if it's just, what, 10 days before the start of the the Open? It has to be, like, two rounds. Does Elon Musk buy Twitter? Yes. He will own Twitter? Yes. Yes, he will. Why would they sell it to him? Even though he's offering $50 billion or 40 some billion dollars for it. Why? Because that's a lot of money. What's he going to do with it? Give us an edit button. Really? I hope. That should be one of the number one things on the to-do list once you gain ownership. The Athletic has six NBA writers who have MVP votes. Okay. David Aldridge, Sam Imick, Amick, uh, Joe Varden, those are the only guys I've ever heard of. Josh Robbins is another guy. Uh, Eric Kareen and some other cat. All six of those guys have Nikola Jokic, Denver Nugget NBA basketball player as their MVP. Yeah! Take that for data. Let's go to uh, home now. We're going home. For Jake Meyer, Anilo and Andrew are next. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila.